0: Marvel. So, Madame Webb, we're getting a movie about her soon, apparently. I don't know how that's going to be. Uh, I, I obviously, I assume she's a character from the comics, or is this uh, <laughs> just Stanley finding work for his wife?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's odd. she, she kind of plays much more of a role. I would say in Spider-Man's life in the cartoon series than she does in the comics re- up until perhaps quite recently. I have to say, um, um
0: Stanley's wife—I can't remember her bloody name. Uh, she's got—Joan, like Joan, Joan. That is it. She's got a great voice, great sort of old, sort of
1: evil voice. When Stanley first saw her in the lobby of like a building, mm. and he didn't know her, he immediately professed his love for her. She was apparently an absolute stunner, model, <laughs> uh, an actress, and stuff. They, I think, he proposed within a f- two weeks, um, and she is the, she is the basis, the model in his mind for Gwen Stacy mm. and and the Invisible Woman, Sue Storm. Uh, yeah, wow. And I can remember there being when there when there was this debate about who who's the gonna be Spider Man's long term love interest, Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane. The reason that the, like, it was so evidently meant to be Mary Jane. Like, all the readers love Mary Jane, mm. and they thought Gwen Stacy was kind of boring. But the problem was, Stan Lee was like, no, it should be the one based on my wife, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh. And there was a, I remember all the writers saying, John uh, Romita and people like that, and artists and editors saying, Stan's problem is that he was just like, what could be more relatable than a young guy who gets together with the hottest broad around, and she loves him, loves him forever? <laughs> like, no, Stan. Just because it happened to you when you were young with Joan, it's not relatable for our readers. Spider Man has to bounce from mishap to mishap. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah. So she is a character. She shows up a lot in like the I think the the second or third series of this cartoon series. Then she's not in it for ages, and then she's a major role in in this last series. Um, in the, in the comics. Yeah, she shows up a few times, but I, I, she's not quite as significant a role in, like, guiding Spider-Man's life mm. and testing him and stuff. Um, she's created by uh, beloved DC. I mean, wrote for Marvel as well, but Denny O'Neill. Dennis O'Neill is like a, a – you mostly associate him with Batman um, and the Green Arrow. Um, and he was working on Spider-Man in, in the 19 – very early, 1980, with John Romita Jr., um, and they created Cassandra Webb. Um, she is born uh, blind and paralysed from the waist down. Um, but she's also telepathic and clairvoyant and precognitive, a very powerful mutant. Um, and she works as a professional medium and has, like, a shop. Come to Madame Webb's telepathy shop <laughs> and get a reading and stuff. Um, and uh, it's her husband builds this incredible... Um, life. I don't know. Is it, yeah, life support system. Mm. Um, based out of her chair, which is a series of tubes, which end up looking like a big spider web ah. behind her chair. So she's not hasn't got like magic powers or cosmic powers. She's got these mutant powers, but she's also uh, dying without the chair. She needs the chair to live. Um. Spider Man seeks her help on some sort of missing person's case. Is the mayor gone missing, or the mayor's son, or something like that? Um, and she helps. And during this, she reveals that she knows his secret identity of Spider Man because she has these um, powers. Like the most, I think probably the most famous appearance of hers is in this. There's a, a comic called uh, "Nothing Can Stop the Juggernaut," which is um, uh, an early '80s issue where um, Spider Man has to protect Madam Web from the Juggernauts. And at the time, that was written as a massive mismatch of power. Mm. Like, the Juggernaut would just stomp through Spider-Man and leave him a a bloody mess. And so it was this great underdog, you know, fighting up against this unstoppable villain story um, that's very well thought of and remembered, got a great front cover, very sought-after issue, even though it's kind of 1980s. Mm. Um, So, yeah, she... Bounces around does some other stuff. She crops up here and there. She acts as the mentor to the third the third Spider-Woman, Mattie Franklin. Mm. Um, and eventually, when she's about to die, she passes on her gift and her powers and her foresight um, to the second Spider-Woman, who had retired then, Julia Carpenter, who becomes the new Madam Web, who was much younger. Mm-hmm. That might be, I think, from the images I've seen. Uh, who? Because isn't it Anne Hathaway? I thought it was Emily Blunt. Not Emily Blunt. Emily I get Blunt, those two mixed yeah. up. Um, it's Emily Blunt um, mm. playing the role. I think that might be who that character is based on. I might be wrong. Um, I might be wrong. Maybe it's a young version of um, th- this 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 Madame Webb. Mm. Uh, what was her name? Um, uh, Cassandra Webb. I'm not
0: sure. So but yeah, the. Just to, to the quick tangent there. I mean, we for the Sony-verse, we've got Craven the Hunter film coming out, haven't we? <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. And Madame, you're Weir. looking
1: forward to Craven the Hunter as a movie?
0: No, I don't know if I even want to see it. Ironically, well, do you think? Yeah. Do you think we'll have to see it to cover it on the podcast? Of course, we do. Okay, I guess I'm gonna. We see have it, to right? watch everything. We'll have to watch it. Yeah, but you won't watch it. Last Stand, but I have to watch Craven the Hunter. We watched Morbius, Rob, but we can't watch Last Stand again. I've already watched Last Stand. <laughs> once. <laughs> You've watched it once. I've watched it a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of BDMS fans out there. Yeah, I know. So I'm just, you know sometimes you just want to appreciate uh, not as good things.
1: Thanks for joining us as we revisit some of our favourite moments from Marvel vs. Marvel. Don't forget our full-length episodes are jam-packed with hours of Marvel trivia, behind-the-page, behind-the-scenes and comic book Marvel history.